Hello, Destination Wedding Couples, and welcome back to the Breezy Brides podcast. There's a lot going on in planning a destination wedding, but as soon as you know you've decided on one, one of the very first things you do need to decide is when to have it. This can be an overwhelming decision because many factors come into play when picking the date of your destination wedding. Is there a best time of year to have one? Is there a more expensive time to have one? I'm going to break it all down in this episode and get you thinking of seven different factors to consider when determining the best time of year to have your destination wedding. Let's get started. Welcome to the Breezy Brides podcast, a podcast designed for brides planning their dream destination wedding. I'm your host, Deanna, and I'm here to offer you all of the resources, advice, and tips to make planning your destination wedding a breeze. Let's get started. All right, factor number one, how long will you need to save for your wedding? The first and arguably most important factor is to think about how long you need to save for your wedding. Sit down with your fiance and ask yourself these three questions. Are we anticipating parents gifting us any money towards our wedding? How much are we able to set aside per month for our wedding? And does it matter how long our engagement will be? All of these factors play a big role in how long you'll need to budget and save before even being able to afford your wedding. If you can't set aside a lot per month and aren't planning on getting any financial help from family members, it may be best to have closer to a two-year engagement, depending on what time of year you were engaged at. If you already have money set aside or you know that parents are going to be offering a large portion then you do have more wiggle room on the time of year if you want a shorter engagement and don't need very long to plan for it. Just a general rule of thumb, most destination wedding couples have about an 18-month engagement, again, depending on the time of year that they got engaged and other factors that we'll go over. This factor goes over how long you'll need to budget, but also considering how long you think your guests will need to budget as well. This might not be the biggest priority for you if you don't care about having a large destination wedding, but if you want the most amount of guests possible to attend, giving them a longer time to save for it will help with more guests attending as well. If you do need more tips on budgeting for your wedding, check out our previous episode on your destination wedding budget, 16 must-have budget items. To give you a little bit more help on determining how much money total you need to have for your wedding. Moving on to factor number two, special occasions. Take a look at the time of year that you're considering having your wedding and think of the following. Any friend or family member's birthdays, any friend or family member's anniversaries, or big holidays like Thanksgiving, Christmas, or New Year's, and we'll go over a few more later as well. You still might be okay with having your wedding around these events. You may just be caught off guard, though, if other friends and family say they can't attend because of them. We all know the holidays can get really expensive for people. Friends or family might already have their own trips or birthday plans or anniversary trips booked if you're considering a wedding date around any big holidays. If you can't imagine a friend or family member not attending that has already made plans, 
you could reconsider your date or you'll just have to get comfortable with the thought of them potentially not being there. Factor number three, a lot of people decide to go on vacation during the holidays or spring break. So there may be a rush during those times. If you'd prefer your resort to be a little bit more low-key and not completely booked, just remember that. Also, resorts and airlines typically do tend to increase their prices during these times because they know more people are traveling. If you think the more the merrier and you want it to feel like more of a party at your resort, then this may be the perfect time for you, especially if you can afford it. People are eager to let loose and have a good time when the weather starts to get nicer, depending on where you live around that time of year. Another big thing to note about spring break is the resort that you're considering. Some resorts do not allow for a spring break crowd, but it's obviously difficult to stop a group of 18-year-olds from booking at a resort. So just make sure that you communicate that with your travel agent and just let them know if it is going to be around the spring break timeline, make sure it's a resort that spring breakers wouldn't be attending in the first place. Not everyone's spring break is the same week, but it's usually in March, sometimes April, and that is also a popular destination wedding time as well. So if you're considering that time of year for your destination wedding, just take a look at the projected spring break week of that year that you're getting married in to see if it coincides with your wedding date as well. Which leads us to factor number four, Easter. If you celebrate Easter, this is a holiday that some people forget when planning a wedding. This is usually because the date of Easter isn't the same every year. It's typically in late March or early April, which again is a very popular destination wedding time and usually coincides with the spring break timeline as well, depending on how schools and universities structure their holidays. So take a look at when Easter is in the next year or two, depending on how far out you're planning to make sure that you're aware of that holiday. Again, it might not matter to you if your wedding is during that holiday, but travel might be a little bit more expensive or friends and family might already have Easter plans. They might already have family traditions that they do for Easter every year that they don't want to break, and you'll just want to be aware if that is the case. We interrupt this episode to bring you to today's sponsor, LoveStream, the easiest way to live stream your wedding. LoveStream is the only full service wedding live stream company specifically built for weddings. If you're trying to find a way to include guests that won't be able to attend your destination wedding, LoveStream is the perfect way to do so. Not only do they live stream your wedding, but they can also build you a custom website, offer real human support, meet with you virtually to plan details, test equipment during a tech rehearsal, and produce your wedding remotely on your wedding day. They do it all so you don't have to. If you are interested in learning more, head to the link in our show notes to check them out. If you're interested in booking through Lovestream, make sure to use code BREEZY10 for 10% off the package you purchase. And by using my link, I will get a small kickback as well. And thank you to Lovestream for sponsoring. All right, factor number five, hurricane season. This is a big topic when talking about destination weddings. So depending on where you want your wedding, hurricane season can have a big impact on the type of weather that you'll have. If you're considering Mexico, Jamaica, or the Dominican Republic, their hurricane season is usually from June to November, but the most prevalent time being August through October in that time period. 
This is usually why you find prices a little bit lower that time of year, which is a huge appeal to a lot of budget-savvy brides. But at the same time, if you're looking for the perfect weather for your wedding, it might not be the best time of year to go. I've heard many brides plan their wedding around this season and, and had very minimal issues, if any, and it also still had beautiful weather. But just keep in mind, if you're going to ex- experience any inclement weather, this is the time of year that's most likely to happen. The resort and the on-site wedding coordinator know that it rains more around this time of year, so they will have a backup plan in place in case you run into any rain on your wedding day. If you choose an outdoor venue, they will have a backup indoor option for you in case it happens, but just keep that in mind. And the weather might not be as beautiful as you're expecting because there are more storms. You do have a higher chance of cloudy or rainy days during your trip. But of course, you can't predict the weather at any time of the year. So some brides get a little thrown off if it wasn't exactly what they imagined. But again, there are plenty of brides that have a wedding during that hurricane season and it was sunny and 80 degrees the whole time. So it really just is unpredictable. Again, it's something that some brides are willing to sacrifice for the cheaper prices, especially if it saves them a lot of money by having it that time of year. And then factor number six, any friends or family members that work in schools. So speaking from my own experience, my mom and three close cousins are all school teachers and were working in schools at the time of our wedding. So if you are close to any teachers or know how difficult it can be to request extended periods of time off during the school year, It's an unfortunate and unfair circumstance, but just keep it in mind if you really want them to attend. If you don't have any friends or family working in the school system or any kids attending your wedding, this shouldn't really be a big concern to you. If you do, on the other hand, just double check with them if you can't imagine them missing your wedding day and asking if it would be easy for them to take off or if there's a certain time of year that's easier for them if you really want them to be there. And maybe you aren't close enough to these guests, so you can simply leave it up to them to decide if they want to take off or not, but just keep it in mind as one of the factors choosing your wedding date. And finally, factor number seven, when do you want your anniversary? When thinking of celebrating your anniversary, do you have any preference on the time of year that it will be? It might not matter to some, but other brides want to plan their wedding day around a time of year that's special to them. Springtime can be a great time of year to celebrate an anniversary as the weather gets nicer and opportunity for travel is more enticing so you're able to take more wedding trips. Maybe you're both baseball lovers and you want to plan your wedding day around opening day every year. Just small things like that that might not make a difference when you're planning your wedding but you'll be happy that you did it afterwards. All right, this episode was short and sweet. There you have it, seven big factors that go into deciding time of year to have your destination wedding. I think there's a certain expectation brides feel to have their wedding a certain time of year. So I hope this episode gives you reassurance that it really ultimately comes down to the best time of year for you and your fiance to get married. There may be pros and cons to certain times regarding prices or weather, but every day is a good day to get married in my opinion. So until next time, thanks for listening.